Hello and welcome back to the eighth episode of Learn with the Lean Programmer. So today we have a very special guest, Aditya Patel. He is the director of data science at Lance, and he has such an amazing experience in data science. Plus, uh, I released a form around one month ago in which you asked so many questions, and I have selected a few of them and the best of them, and I'm going to ask him today about him. He has such an amazing profile in data science. He was he was working at state, uh, Status Lab in as a head of data science and then became the director of data science. Then in Inmobi, he is the director of data science, and at Glance, he is the director of data science. So very nice to have you here, Aditya, and it's a, it's really an honor to have you here. Oh no, thank you for having me. Uh, um, thank you so much. Uh, so today is going to be a really amazing session and. I'm really sure that it's going to be really helpful for everyone who is listening to this. So yeah, without any further ado, let's start. So you have such an amazing experience in data science and that a major part of your career till now has revolved around data science. It's totally a pleasure to have you here on my podcast today. And I'm really thankful that you took out some time from your really busy schedule and uh, you're doing this. Uh, so yeah. I really believe that this podcast is going to be helpful and anyone who, for everyone who is dreaming for a career in data science. So it means a lot to me and every person listening to this podcast. So before starting, I ask this question to everyone whom I uh, in sort of interview and I'm going to ask this to you as well. So please tell us about your journey, your experience with software development and data science in college, and then maybe how did you land your first job? And I saw in your profile that you were a VITN as well. I'm in VIT as well. So how was your experience in VIT? How was it back then? And so yeah, everything that you want to tell us. Uh, cool. Uh, first of all, I would like to apologize. I think we were supposed to have this uh, podcast a couple of weeks back. That's not uh, an issue. That's okay. <laughs> And there were some issues at home and work, and I wasn't able to get to it. So, first of all, uh, my foremost apologies. Uh, in terms of uh, the my experience, uh, so yeah, so like you mentioned, right? Like uh, we, I actually did my bachelor's from VIT Vellore. Yep. Uh, I was part of the electronics program back then, and I was actually really into signal processing and image processing. So the things which led me to to data science was actually signal processing in the beginning, uh, and uh, it was pattern recognition. So it was actually a, finally a project uh, which had got me involved in this field. And back then, it wasn't even called data science. Uh, we were just applying algorithms to figure out whether we can find out patterns in the data or signals. So my first project was actually on EEG signals. Yeah. Uh, this was my final year thesis, where we were trying to figure out can you detect surface using surface EEG uh, movement or not. Okay. And the whole idea was uh, can you use surface EEG as a good indicator for uh, developing tools for uh, handicapped people? You know, uh, yeah. can you actually use it to figure out uh, when that movement is happening and then actually get the uh, get some assistance to handicaps. So that was the whole premise of the project. Me and Teja uh, Pitab Golu, we were both working on this project in our final year thesis, mm -hmm. and that got us both interested into this field. So it was an so it was an amazing experience back then when we realized the potential of understanding Parkinson's disease, uh, which led me to actually move to University of Southern California, 
I joined in as a master's in uh, biomedical engineering, and I was also part of the of the school of electrical engineering there. Uh, I was part of a lab called Medical Device Development Facility, and there again I was working on developing a biomimetic finger, where we were trying to develop a prosthetic finger. So back then uh, we were part of Medical Device Development Facility, where we were developing a biomimetic finger, and the whole idea was actually can we develop a robotic can we develop a finger which can be installed on a robotic arm which can actually act as a human finger because what we don't realize is uh, the thing and the fingers are one of the most critical component of the human hand because it has a lot of sensory feedback True. so again a lot of signal processing image processing got involved started learning about different techniques and clustering different techniques and recognition yeah. and and that's where the entire gamut of data analysis and data science uh, algorithms came to me you know from your gaussian mixture modeling to your uh, knns and then to your knns so it was a very interesting so uh, job at that time i was a research assistant there uh, and that led me to my next job which was in uh, mechatronics uh, i was working as a i was working in their algorithms and uh, data science group uh, Actually, uh, back in 2009 or 2011, uh, it was all called algorithms. You know, uh, yeah. there wasn't much of data science term coined and popularized as it's now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was uh, so it was a lot of fun. I worked there for a couple of years, worked in developing algorithms for detecting uh, different uh, insulin versus uh, glucose patterns and figuring out the best way to actually develop algorithms for diabetic patients. uh then then i actually moved back to india uh and started working for a speech processing company startup mm-hmm. uh then moved to tata and then spaces which was again in healthcare space and then switched me to uh glance which is a content platform company That's, so yeah so it's been uh, pretty interesting uh it, it was actually for me it was more organic because mm-hmm. uh, one thing led to another yeah. uh and here i am you have an amazing experience in data science that's so great so i just want to ask a side question why didn't you go for software development i mean for me software development is something which i really like and i have tried data science and tried doing some projects in machine learning but i really hate it when the models are being trained and i have nothing to do so <laughs> so uh, it's it's a good question so for me uh, it's uh, mostly all about uh, you know you want to see how so as an engineer you have this innate or at least as an engineer i have this innate mm-hmm. uh desire to actually create impact right like that's yeah. what you want to do as a software engineer exactly then. yeah and uh, and impact is what you're looking for true uh and and you want to make you know you want to develop something or build something which can actually you know uh impact a lot of people and software engineering is a really good way of doing it yeah uh, but i i feel uh, more and more data science has started evolving uh, so the last decade was mostly uh, research oriented if you would have looked into yeah. the last decade in data science okay. but uh, slowly and slowly data science has started moving into industry and it's been recognized as another genre of software engineering yeah. where you will have to actually implement all the best practices of software engineering from your from your uh, code hygiene to your unit testing to your deployment techniques and your logging So I feel it's the same thing. It's just that uh, there is a huge part of modeling around it as well, 
but uh, I I generally believe that uh, not a, that you cannot be a good data scientist if you're not a good software engineer. Yeah, true. So let's move further. So as the title says, today's co uh, content is going to revolve around the importance of data science and how to get started with it. So I have one question for you. Out of 10, what rating would you give to data science as a domain for pursuing a career in? Uh, so, uh, so to be honest, I don't know if I can give a rating to data science because then you're basically saying that the, you know, that X domain is better than Y domain. Yeah. <laughs> not what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Uh, I think, uh, exactly. So if you are a, uh, like data science has this distinct advantage that if, if you love math, mm -hmm. uh, if you love uh, statistics mm -hmm. and you like software programming, it's a very good combination of these three. Thus, uh, it depends on how you want to take it. Uh, yes, uh, there are ups and downs in data science, but I think if you are looking for a combination where you have statistics, you have um, mathematics and software and computer programming, I think it's a very good choice. Okay, just one more side question. I mean, uh, so mm -hmm. the research part and the studying part is fun, but when you're actually implementing it in the code and when it is being trained mm -hmm. and you have nothing to do, so how do you make your time productive then? It hardly happens when you are actually training your model that you don't have anything else to do because uh, because even if your models are being trained on, you are working on uh, trying to figure out your at least uh, getting to understand your data more. Yeah. Uh, you are doing a lot of literature research because you have to understand what has happened. Yeah. And uh, you're also trying to figure out if the model goes in deployment, uh, what needs to be done. Yeah. So mostly, uh, for me, my my majority of time is actually spent on data analysis because the more you understand data, uh, the better you can actually build models around it. Exactly. So so even if there is a model, my model is training, I'll actually start working with data to understand it better. Uh, is there an underlying distribution there? Uh, is it skewed? Uh, with, uh, is, can it be normalized? Uh, is there a normal distribution underneath it? Uh, you know, how, what's the missing data, missing value data ratio? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, so like usually I'm just working with the data to understand it better. That's great. And I'm sorry if I asked some wrong question because I don't have much experience in machine learning and AI. I've spent most no, of my fine. time in software engineering and web development and Android development. So. No, so, yeah. completely fine. Actually, there's a very famous saying in the data science, uh, which is uh, um, like uh, that uh, machine learning or data science is 80% data preparation and 20% modeling. So it's mostly around data preparation where most of the data scientists work daily. That's some, that's some new thing to know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let, yeah. let's move on to our next question. So machine learning and AI is slowly taking over the industry and we all are aware mm -hmm. of that. So how far do you agree with this statement that uh, slowly everything would be done by AI and how important is it in today's date for a college student with CS as major to explain this domain? Or can a student be just limited to web development or Android development as it was a few years ago? Uh, so in terms of the reach of data science in the industry, I think uh, uh, I think it is critical. Uh, data science uh, has to, like data science uh, if you look at it objectively, data scientists, data scientists still siloed a lot in 
the internet industry right like your yeah. e-commerce uh, yeah. your search engines your uh, your your netflix and your amazon of the world right yeah. uh, it hasn't actually penetrated the uh, all the other industries whether it be construction whether it be energy whether it be you know aviation aviation still has a part of it but there are so many industries which are there uh, which is the, where data science has still not been the main component or it's not been even the side component so um, so just to give a you know like a general thing it it yeah, i don't think so it has reached to a point where uh, where you can say that uh, learning it without it it would be a very bad mistake i would definitely say that uh, having an understanding of how it works would definitely help any undergrad or any uh, any cs grad because what will he give you is even if you're not uh, deeply involved with it it will give you the limitations and the advantages of machine learning in general you know uh, the, uh, because one of the critical things to understand is what a machine learning algorithm can do and what a machine learning algorithm cannot do and i think that information uh, uh, you should be understanding in today's world yeah so now we'll be moving on to the questions which people asked me and so i've selected a few of them because in 30 to 45 minutes of podcast you won't be able to answer all of them but let's see how many of them we can we answer so the first one yeah. would be what impacts according to you this field of data science is creating in the tech industry and how would you describe the importance of data science in day to day life and in tech industry uh so in tech industry i think it has become quite prevalent uh we are seeing more and more models being productionized yeah. uh, more and more models being deployed uh, day in and day out uh if you would have uh, caught up with the latest research in natural language understanding yeah. uh you would uh, you would have heard that even the google search engine has changed his backend to the latest uh, birth model which is one of the one of the biggest findings of the last two years in natural language understanding so yeah uh, so more and more people are actually using uh, machine learning to solve problems and it has become uh like it has become to an extent that uh, it's uh, it's actually creating the impact which people were thinking it would uh, 5 years ago okay so then there was this one question which appeared more than 6 times initially when i prepared the content <laughs> and now uh, the 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 number of questions reached to around 10 all of them were asking yeah. how to get started in data science machine learning and ai and is it a good career choice which we have already discussed in the previous question so yeah Hmm. uh so uh so i think uh, uh, like if you have realized that you like data science i'm pretty sure the first thing anybody would do is actually uh start learning the mathematics behind it and start understanding uh, you know how the algorithms are actually developed uh and once you have that basic understanding i think uh, getting into data science is not really difficult um uh, it is the uh, like it there is uh, a dearth of data science good data scientists right now in the industry mm-hmm. uh, people are looking for data scientists who can actually take models uh, like develop the models and then take the models to production and thus if you have the skill set of actually taking the models to production it would definitely benefit you uh, in entering the field yeah. uh, given um, the startup space in india again i would say uh, if you are an undergrad 
go for internships um there is there's no uh, limit to the companies where uh, where people are trying to uh, you know uh, apply machine learning uh get some real industry experience and uh, and then make a decision uh, on what you want to do so getting so just to summarize i would say uh, try to go for internships in startup companies or big companies uh understand the math behind it mm-hmm. and uh, and just practice build models there is a lot of open source data sets available so it will give you a much better appreciation to how to get it done yeah so any resources you would like to like to recommend uh so in terms of uh, studying um i would recommend uh, dr farita's uh, course in machine learning mm-hmm. i think it, it's an open source course uh he has taught this course at university of oxford Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good course if you're trying to enter the field of deep learning. Mm-hmm. Um like it goes from the basic and goes all the way to the you know all the complicated models. Yeah. Um another good open source research resource will be uh will be Dr. Andrej Karpati's course at Stanford mm-hmm. on computer vision. Uh there is another course this year uh on natural language understanding from Stanford which is also available online free. Mm-hmm. Uh So yeah uh, so I think if you get started with these three courses uh start with building models uh, doing uh, you know like building up things on open source data sets I think uh, it will and with Google Colab you can actually get all the power in the world right like yeah. you can train your models on CPUs and CPUs and CPUs mm-hmm. so I think uh, compute won't be an issue if you actually want to get started and you know explore this field yeah Okay that was a very well answer and I hope the people who are new in this field and are listening to this podcast can get started now. So yeah the next question was how do I build a good profile for a career in data science? Um so yeah so I like I mentioned uh, people in the industry are looking for people who can build models and actually take it into production. Yeah. So um so if you want to look at your profile I think having a really good uh, GitHub profile mm-hmm. uh where you have actually worked on open source data sets and not just forked it from another one uh you know uh, because people can identify that yeah. so building your own code uh you know uh developing because if you have a good GitHub profile it doesn't give just uh the benefit to a recruiter that what you can do it also gives him a sneak peek on what your coding practices are True. uh and it actually helps when you want to get a job so having a really good uh, or that good decent uh, github profile uh in today's day and age uh, people have started uh, to do these uh, learn and write things where they learn something and they write about it yeah uh, so maybe if you want to get into writing blogs on medium mm-hmm. uh, i would say there are like only like write only when you understand something and you think it has not been you know properly Uh, made available yeah. uh so yeah uh, blogging uh, having a good github profile uh kgl competitions do help mm-hmm. but a lot of time what happens in kgl is you are since you're trying to uh, actually outdo another person what ends up happening is uh, you start focusing a lot on uh, uh, things which you might not apply in real world okay. uh which kind of takes away from some of the things you want to do so i think kgl as well is a really good battle ground Mm-hmm. uh to understand the models and to see what's out there uh but i think as a starting point sometimes it becomes uh, 
too much model oriented and not too much uh, understanding oriented so so basically do some side projects and build a good github profile and yes yeah so and internships as well yes uh, i think uh, going out and exploring the field uh, in your bachelor's is a great way of understanding whether you want to be part of this field or not yeah. like you mentioned madhav right like you did it and you were like you know what it's not for me mm-hmm. uh, i think having that understanding is a great uh, way to move forward exactly exactly i totally agree with that okay so the next question is little related to the previous question and was asked by the same mm-hmm. person how difficult is it for a fresher to get a job in this field and how can a fresher apply for jobs in data science the person who sent this question also says that generally the jobs in data science requires i don't know whether it's true or not so she yes. said that the person uh, generally the jobs in data science requires 5 to 10 years of experience and i don't uh, if it's true then how can a fresher mm. apply for these jobs um so I think there's a myth that uh, that uh, you require a PhD in in to get into data science. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, PhD does help uh, if you want. And uh, if you are actually moving into a research role, having a PhD in some places is mandatory. But in most cases, uh, whether it be Flipkart, Microsoft, Amazon, uh in mobi i don't think it's a, it's a necessary criteria to have a phd to actually do machine learning in the in the in the industry uh for example in mobi i think a majority of our data scientists are freshers mm-hmm. uh so i don't think uh, it's an issue of that uh, that you need to have four to five experience because uh, because that's uh, because that's not true but yes you do you do need to have relevant experience Uh, and relevant understanding of the topic. So even though you have not worked on in industry on data in data science, uh, people would test you on what you have done so far. You know, like what kind of projects you have done, whether you understand the algorithms which you applied on your projects, and why you applied on those uh, those algorithms to your projects. I think these things are really important when you are trying to un- you know get into the field. So even a fresher can apply for at least internships. So and full time. Uh, yeah so it was a myth that it requires 5 to 10 years of experience i uh, definitely how will you get 5 to 10 exactly. experience <laughs> yeah. okay so i hope that answers that girl's question so yeah. the next one is a short one uh, what tech stack mm-hmm. should one learn to get a job in this field should it be uh yeah so data science in general have been pretty agnostic of tech stacks for the last uh decades like you know uh, people have served on different languages uh, and mostly um, data scientists are pretty agnostic towards it but if you would ask me to rank the tech stack according to me and my knowledge i would uh, rank uh, uh, learning python uh, to be the first one okay uh, then r mm-hmm. and and then probably julia and uh, and the other uh, you know software as a service packages yeah. Uh, but i think this would be my ranking primarily because uh, uh because i think python is a great tool yeah. uh, it has a really good ecosystem of uh, libraries open source libraries exactly uh, and a lot of the algorithms are actually implemented first in python so if you want to apply some of the latest research applying it through python is the easiest thing to do and python is easy to understand as well so easy to learn as well so python would be a great choice exactly Yes. Uh, yeah. 
so the next question is rather interesting the person who sent this asked that in one of the youtube channels of data science he found that after working for an year or two in companies like facebook amazon google netflix he quitted his job as a data scientist and switched to software programming the reason he told was that he was just an ad advisor with no innovating thing to do i would like to know that if there is anything that can be made innovative as in job of data scientist rather than just being an advisor or a researcher uh so again it comes down to what you want to do right like for example uh, a lot of time researchers research questions which are being posed are actually open ended questions uh you are trying to find a solution uh, when there is none thus having that caliber of uh, you know going through the ends and going through the research of actually extending the data science research uh field is really important right uh, but that's not the i think uh, maybe the personnel was not into uh, you know not that much into research and he actually wanted to see uh, more things which was going in production and getting deployed and that's why he moved to software engineering but i think data science has both of these roles where you have the applied data science and research data science and it's up to you how you want to take it forward okay so and i guess there yeah. are many startups yeah. as well in which you actually get to do some hands on as well so yeah this exactly uh i think uh, it, like in startup especially if you are just doing research and your model is not going in production startup is not going to entertain you for a very long long time yeah that's true um so yeah getting things in production is the most important thing in startups All right so we are already at 30 minutes or so just one last question for you today so in one of the previous questions i asked that how to get started with data science this question is somewhat similar and was also asked by many people so i'll combine all those questions which were similar and ask them simultaneously so first one sure uh this question was asked that i know the basics but i want to become an become advanced in data science are competitions on kaggle enough or should i do something else i think uh, one of the big things which a lot of people uh, don't do uh, at least in my experience is like read yeah. i think uh, uh, like reading books on machine learning it should be one of the big things when you're actually entering the field um, there is a really good book on deep learning by ian goodfellow Uh, I think definitely everybody who's thinking about getting into the field of deep learning should be reading that. Uh, there is another book by uh, by Bishop uh, by uh, Professor Bishop. It's on mathematics. It is uh, called Pattern Recognition. Mm -hmm. I think it's another excellent book on machine learning basics. It goes all the way from the basics uh, logistic regression to all the way to you know all the complicated supervised machine learning algorithms. Uh, so I think uh, Kaggle is a really good place. to apply some of these algorithms but uh, if you won't read uh, it would hamper your uh, growth exactly. because otherwise you will get into this cycle where you're just applying without understanding why you are applying it true and that is true with every field um, that's not specific to data science if a person stops learning then he would definitely stops growing stop growing so yeah yeah So all right so last question for today uh, how to the person asks how to prepare for industry level data science can you suggest a road map to become a data scientist in a good company and what do you suggest after my btech should i go for masters 
or should I do some internships or should I go for a job in data science? Uh, so, so how do you, so like I mentioned, uh, if you want to get into data science, um, having a handle of machine learning, because already as a bachelor, you have your own coursework. Yeah. So I understand that, you know, doing additional three courses would not be of, uh, like you, wouldn't, wouldn't be possible. But if you can start learning mathematics better, uh, yeah, you should be solid on linear algebra. Uh, you should be good in statistics. I think that would help a lot. Obviously, you have to read the books uh, and understand what's happening underneath it and do projects. I think these are the two main things which I would uh, definitely recommend people to do. You know, uh, do pick up open source data sets and apply whatever you have learned on it. Because if you apply what you have learned, uh, you would understand it better. And uh, people are not expecting any pressure to understand the most complicated algorithm. But understanding the basics of the basic algorithm is the most critical thing for a fresher. So, so you know, uh, if you're going for the industries as soon as your bachelor, I think having a good grasp of these fundamentals is really important. Uh, master's is a great choice, yep. uh, in my opinion. Uh, not because I did my master's, but I think master's is a great choice just because it just gives you another two years to understand uh, and go in depth on what you want to specialize in. Uh, so if you're really clear on, on, and this is the question you everybody has to ask themselves, right? Like, are you really, really sure about specializing in one of the fields? Mm -hmm. And if you are, I think master's is a really good decision. And if you aren't, and you are still in that phase where you're deciding, I think going in industry, getting some experience, and then going for your master's is a good choice. So, yeah, that was pretty much it. And I hope this last uh, question helps a lot of people. So... I'm done with my side. If you want to add something else, it's uh, you're free to do so. I uh, know. I'm happy uh, for the invite. Uh, I hope uh, uh, like people enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed discussing it with it, you, Madhav. It was really informative. Uh, it, was a pleasure. And, uh, it was really informative. It is going to help a lot of people. So uh, from their side as, all as well, I'm thanking you that you took some time out and did this podcast thank you so much and for the people who are listening to this uh, we now have our website as well learn.motherwell.tech so i'll be uploading this podcast soon there as well and on anchor as well i'll share the links on linkedin and instagram and through the mail as well so yeah nice to have you there it was really an honor thank you it was a pleasure thanks father